Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Chara. How are you? Not bad, mate. And uh, welcome, everyone, to our third instalment of Tiger Tales. And thanks very much to the Wan Turner Club, as ever, for sponsoring us at 350 Stud Road, Wan Turner South, where you'll always get a smile, a great meal, and a nice cold drink. Elvo, how'd we go on the weekend, mate, do you think? Oh, look, I think after halftime, my friend, uh, we, we took the foot off the accelerator and I and I don't mean to say that in, in an arrogant and uh, disrespectful way towards St Kilda, but the game was won, mate, and you don't want to risk injury. So uh, we, we dropped back into about third gear, I thought. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it was uh, well and truly over at quarter time, to be honest. And we kept the foot on you know, on the pedal until half time, and we did what a good side should do. Um, but you're right, you know, there was no need to go hammer and tongs after that and put our boys at risk, especially with only five weeks left in the season. Uh, it was great to see uh, Dusty back in some real scintillating form, though, wasn't it? Absolutely, mate. And, you know, as you know, you want to start peaking about this time of the season. Good players, good sides. About now, you just start want to get going. So uh, perfect time for him to find some form. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know it's Tiger Tales, and I know we're a Richmond show, but one thought did come to my mind, and this, the saddest thing me made me laugh was if St Kilda are that bad, how bad are Carlton considering what they did in <laughs> the week before? Yes, well, you know, I've got a, quite a few uh, Carlton supporters and they're very, very quiet. And, uh, you know, uh, let's be honest, for quite a few years there, we were the... Uh, we were the uh, joke of the AFL, and we're not going to hide from that, but uh, they are now, and uh, it's wonderful to see. <laughs> yes, mate, it is wonderful to see. It uh, couldn't happen to a nicer club, unless, of yep. course, it was their opponents this week. Yeah, well, huge game, isn't it? It's a huge game. It's a huge – I think it's a huge test for both sides. Um, Collingwood are in fantastic form. I don't think they can play much better than they are. They bring that form to us on uh, on Saturday – and we're just not our best, mate. Uh, we, we could lose that. Yeah, but you know what? I want them to bring their best because we'll. I think we'll beat their best. I think our best is is by far on top of theirs. And um, let's knock them down a peg or two because I reckon they're a bit cocky after knocking off the ruse. Oh, absolutely. And the way they did it, they did it so easily. But let's go back to a week before that. And uh, they uh, they were very ordinary against the Eagles. Um, who, who, who I said on the uh, on the cast last week, who I think maybe you're the team to beat. So uh, you know, but uh, look, I'm I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict a three goal win by us. Three goals. Three goals. I'm, gonna, I'm sticking to my stock standard four. Okay. <laughs> um, it's it. I don't know. It's just ingrained in me. Twenty four points seems like a nice margin. Um, safe safety either way. But um, look, if we keep if we keep up our form and we keep up our pressure game and we stick to the way that we play and don't let them play their game, there's no reason why we shouldn't come away with the four points. I agree. And of course, it's at the G where we love playing and have fantastic form there. So, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're just not at our best. Uh, it, you know, uh, Collingwood could knock us off. Yeah, well, that's right. We do have to be at our best, but um, let's back the boys in and... Um, you know, knowing the form that they've shown over the last, well, two years now, it's, um, look, yeah, we, we should continue on our way and we should stay on top of the tree and um, and uh, continue that preparation towards our premiership defence. 
Absolutely. And great to see that the reserves had another great win. Uh, that game was over a quarter time. We kicked 10 goals in the first quarter and uh, and uh, Sandringham didn't score. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not, Elvo, but um, that was an interesting one because Sandringham's Guernseys are yellow with black stripes. That's that, that, that is the original Guernsey, yes. Yeah, and that's what they wore on, on the weekend. Richmond wore their black jumpers. Yes. The big tiger on the front and the, yes. the, the sash still running through that. And, yes, we kicked nine goals, five, I believe, in the first quarter, I think it was, to yep. zero. Sandringham changed their jumpers at quarter time because they believed there was a clash. Now, that is interesting because I was uh, watching – uh, bits and pieces of it on the uh, on the uh, Tiger website, which they do a wonderful, wonderful broadcast. And yep. I I thought I was going a bit silly. I, I watched most of the first quarter, um, and then I, I had to disappear and I I uh, turn it back on halfway through the third quarter. And I thought I was going a bit silly. I thought they changed jumpers, or were they wearing something earlier? Or I thought they were. So interesting. Very- yeah. Well, you know the result. We kicked another nine goals in the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then again, I think they took the foot off the accelerator there. And uh, great to see Tyson Stengel had another blinder game. Yeah. yeah look, the, the boys are putting pressure on the, on the, the senior side to, um, to keep playing well because the, the good thing now about the way their whole club is structured is if you don't have a good game in the ones – you're very potentially going back to the VFL side to give another boy an opportunity. And we've seen that this year with Brandon Ellis, Camden McIntosh, uh, uh, probably someone else there I've, uh, I've forgotten about. And um, I think this week, looking at selection, I think uh, Georgie Castagna might uh, might be in a bit of strife this week. Uh, no, look, you, you don't change a winning side. That's my opinion. And I agree with you. Uh, um, Callum Moore... So with Callum Moore, uh, look, he, he probably didn't have his best game, but we know what he can offer, and, and, and I think it's a lot, and he's only going to get better. So uh, I wouldn't be in a hurry to uh, to be dropping him. No, that's that's a fair point. I I actually like what um, what he brings to the structure of the side. He can play, you know, as that second tall forward that we've been talking about, you know, for a while now at Richmond, uh, but he's also got the pace to keep, um, you know, fit in with, with that that manic spoke about last week that um, that Rioli and Butler and, and Castagna bring when they're at the top of their game. So, yeah, I, I like Callum Moore in the side. I agree. He's very, he's very pacey for his size. And a lot of the things you don't notice, it's all those little one percenters. Like a lot of the time, his opponent doesn't do much. He doesn't let his opponent outmark him, and he does bring the ball to ground, and he does do a little bit of work on the ground for the little fellas around him. So um, he's learned to play around them. Yeah, no, that's very true. Now, I um, I heard a little bit of a whisper that Jack is very, very close to recommitting to the Tigers. I know he's still got next year to go, um, but I've been told that uh, – the um, negotiations for a contract extension are in the very final stages and we can expect some news on that fairly soon, which is great news. Fantastic, because we've had Rance re-signed, Jack Higgins signed, and yep. there was another one in there too, Tara, recently. Who was that? There was another young fellow that re-signed. I? Mate, off, off the top of my head right now, I can't recall, but um, we're going really well with the, with the re-signings. There's a few coming out of contract this year, but... Um, you know, I think the club's got uh, the list management side of things well under control these days. 
Absolutely. And why would you want to leave a successful side? Why would you want to leave the Tigers, mate? <laughs> That's very true. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about, and uh, I don't know whether you watched the, the game afterwards and Brian Taylor was doing his uh, <laughs> roving mic, and I, I saw something you did put on social media today, and I totally agree with you. Just because Toby Nankervis didn't want to speak to him doesn't mean that Toby Nankervis is a bad person. There's all sorts of things that might have been going on. He might have had to go off and do a drug test. He might have had to go off and speak to one of the coaches. He mightn't have been in the mood, and he did get a whack in the nose earlier in the evening. Maybe he was in a lot of pain. Mate, Nank is actually a really nice fella. He's, um, he, he's as most of the boys are, always has time for the fans. I've noticed a few people on social media carrying on a bit, oh, you should give back to the fans. Well, I can tell you that those boys do that more than enough, and Nank is, um, is no exception. He's a wonderful fella. Uh, he's a little bit shy. Um, so, you know, and he's just finished a game of footy. Now, footy's an aggressive game and you're up for, you know, 120 minutes at the top of your, your game mentally and physically. To the rooms, you, you want to come down a little bit. You don't want to be sitting there with a TV camera in your face. Right. So I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed with, with Channel 7 just running around going, hello, I'm going to talk to you now. I, I think yep. they should be asking if it's okay before they do that. And I know they asked the club and the club's given it the tick, but my opinion, I think, you know, he should have a producer or somebody like that off camera approaching the guys they want to talk to before he does to just see if it's okay. And if they say it's okay, for the sake of the TV cameras, it'd still look spontaneous. I agree. And uh, obviously the last person that they did interview was Dylan Grimes talking about the uh, 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 match coming up this week, which is the Alana and Madeline match, and he was uh, showing the jumper. So that one was already pre-organised. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but uh, well, maybe maybe uh, Big Nan Curvis knew that uh, Taylor's a bit of a flog and didn't want to go near him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look, we got to cut BT a bit of slack. He is an ex-Tiger after all. I know he, he, I know he's, he yeah. sullied his reputation by wearing that horrible skunks jumper, but and I did <laughs> say skunks for those that are hard of hearing. <laughs> because... <laughs> And he, a, skunk is, a skunk is black and white and smells, Elvo. Did you know that? That's why Collingwood should be called the skunks. That, that, that's very true. And, uh, look, a lot of people said we did the dirty on him in 82. We're leaving him out of the uh, side. And a lot of people say that probably cost us a grand final. Who knows? Um, but he had his reasons for leaving because of that. And a lot of them left after the 82, yeah. didn't they? Wow, mate, that's, that's a, yeah, that's another story that I don't want to go back to. It was a horrible, horrible time. It was. Now, Elbo, one very quick one. Um, a couple of people have said to me over the years, you know, why do you barrack for Richmond? Now, mine's a really funny story in that my old man had come from Europe and was living in the western suburbs and, as such, would tell people he barracked for Footscray. But the very first game I got taken to as a three-year-old was Richmond and Footscray. Richmond won by 127 points. I tore off the Footscray jumper that they'd made me wear threw it in a puddle, stomped on it, and he was this obstinate little three-year-old going, I hate Footscray, I like Richmond. <laughs> and that was it, mate, We, ever since. And as it turns out, um, extended family, we're related to the great Charlie Backhouse, who was uh, inaugural inductee in the Tigers Hall of Fame. Our entire family are black and yellow through and through. No no remnants of that horrible Footscray stuff. It's um, And what a great thing it has been to be a Tiger all those years. What about yourself, mate? Why are you a Tiger? Oh, I had no choice. Born in a Richmond scarf around my neck. Uh, my dad's dad, my dad, uh, passionate supporters, went every week for years, uh, you know, back in the, the days of standing out in the air, getting wet. 
Um, so I had no choice, and therefore, uh, uh, luckily, uh, my my lovely wife's Richmond and uh, my son and daughter had no say in it either. So, and a lot of Richmond fans are like that, very family orientated on on you know um, predecessors of their family. Thanks, Elvo. It's uh, great to hear why and, and you're a tiger and how you got that way. And Richmond's one big family, so it, it's always wonderful to hear those family connections. It's it's a great thing. And uh, I hope you've thanked your parents for letting you barrack for the greatest football club in the world. Um, I know my dad thanks me for changing over because he said if, if we didn't barrack for Richmond, we'd still be Footscray. We wouldn't have seen a premiership and we'd have to would have had to stand at the Western Oval every week for too many years. So, um, yeah, it's a good thing to be a Tiger. Thanks, mate, for um, your input today and thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to the Juan Turner Club. As always, for your great sponsorship, make sure you pop in and support our wonderful sponsors at 350 Stud Road, Wonturna South. Uh, They're a great bunch of people there. They'll always have a a friendly smile for you. Great food, ice-cold drinks, awesome place, and your money from there does go back to the Richmond Footy Club, so make sure you get in there. All right, guys, next week we'll be back with, uh, hopefully, a very wonderful surprise interview for you. Uh, I won't give you too much information now. You'll have to tune in to find out who our first official interviewee will be for Tiger Tales, but I can assure you it's someone who has a very special place in the Richmond story. So tune in next week for that. Uh, Elvo, thanks again, mate. We'll catch you next week, and we'll talk to everyone next week on the next edition of Tiger Tales podcast. Thanks for listening.